Hi, I'm Mrs. Silver Fox. And I'm Mr. Silver Fox. And you're listening to the Silver Fox Swing Set. A podcast where we document our continued experiences in our own personal lifestyle journey. Welcome back, everybody, to the Silver Fox Swing Set Season 3, Episode 4. I'm Mr. Silver Fox. And I'm Mrs. Silver Fox. So what are we uh what have we been up to? I feel like we've been up to a ton of stuff. The summer ended rather abruptly, I feel like, like a week ago. As far as the weather, it just seemed like it just went by that fast. Um, I think it just seemed like it like it really just kind of went by that fast, honestly. I kind of agree. I mean, it seemed like the summer just flew by for some reason. A lot of things going on. What have you been up to? Um, I feel like since the last time we the last time I feel like we were in our bedroom with the air conditioner blasting last time we recorded. <laughs> so it's it's a little bit different now. So I do uh I do kind of miss the cozy softness of sitting on the floor in our bedroom a little bit. I did like the ambiance we set, but we also got a new setup here on the swing set, so hopefully the sound and everything comes across correctly. We'll we'll have to see. This is our new going to new uh New test and technology here. Yeah, I feel like if we can get this figured out, we can do a lot more with the podcast, like on, not, I don't want to say on scene, but like at things. I agree. Yeah, and being able to take the equipment and go interview people where they're at is, I feel like is going to make our lives a lot easier than us trying to get people to come to us because we're in the middle of nowhere. True. And that seems to be our, like our hang up with getting interviews is that people coming here is just, no one wants to drive two hours to come here. We're two hours from everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, since the, since the last time we talked, uh, I feel like I talked about uh, incarceration the last time. So I did a couple more summer events with save 22. Um, It was like a, like a music festival, but smaller, but mostly it was a cornhole tournament. And I've never seen more people more serious about fucking cornhole. (laughs) It made me feel very, um, very at home. And then maybe a week later, um, there was a pretty, pretty big lifestyle group that went to Blossom. I forget who I saw. No, I don't. It was Disturbed. I remember now. But yeah. I'm a little jealous you got to see Disturbed. Honestly, it was a lot better than I expected it to be. Just what I I wanted to hear. I expected it. I expected it to be good, but it was it was really cool. And it was, you know, I haven't really been to a lot of musical stuff aside from incarceration with lifestyle people. So that was kind of fun, too. It was like a mixing of four or five different social groups. So there was some tailgating and yeah, that was a good time. And then the week after that, I went to the Easy Riders Rodeo Mm -hmm. and worked with them again there, too. So... Now, did you have any lifestyle experiences at either event? The cornhole tournament was literally just a very vanilla cornhole tournament. (laughs) (laughs) Super, super vanilla. Um, And, you know, when I'm with the Save 22 guys, I'm typically on my best behavior. So the Easy Riders Rodeo, when people found out I was going to it, I feel like I got not warnings, but like, hey, here's something I learned that you should look out for. And it sounded like from reading people's posts and stuff online that, you know, it was going to be so crazy and all this wild stuff happens. And I found myself kind of like, I don't know that I really saw anything that was any wilder than some stuff that we've experienced at like a regular house party. Okay, fair enough. So not too over the top, but no, not 
really vanilla then. Not, yeah, no, not really vanilla because everybody was, I mean, pretty, well, and the compound that I was in was a lifestyle group. So everybody knew everybody already for the most part. I did meet a bunch of really cool new people. The thing that people really seem to be freaking out about is there was, I mean, don't get me wrong, she was banging hot, but there was a stripper, you know, kind of back and forth between two poles at one of like the after hour little kind of makeshift stage parties. I like I came from a previous life where I worked in strip clubs, so it wasn't anything I hadn't seen before, I guess. And it was a lot of like simulated sex and oral and it's like, okay, that's cool, but like, you know, the parties I go to, they actually spit rose for real. It it hits different. It really does. So I mean, I remember being in a strip club, you know, 20, 22 years old and mm-hmm. oh my god, this hot babe is touching me grinding mm. on me she's make-believing at the blowjob like okay i'm gonna fap to this later, for sure but, and like seeing that mm. vagina in an open space like oh my god her whole vagina is out well fucking big deal i don't know i didn't really see anything that was too that was too crazy or too wild and uh you know the people i was with were people that i already knew so i felt super safe and yeah that was a that was a super fun weekend a 10 out of 10 would do it again okay fair enough I didn't go. That was something I wasn't really terribly interested to begin with. Always a fun group of people for you to be with. Real close friends. Amazing people. You've made some amazing connections. I like them too. Hopefully uh, in the future we can spend some time together. Yes, we need to make those paths cross. That would be awesome. (laughs) I have a lot of fun sex with that group of people too. So (laughs) I'd really like you to get involved with that. (laughs) Or at least watch. (laughs) I, uh, I kind of like uh, seeing some of the connections that you have that you can make outside of just you and I, which I think maybe later on we'll jump into. Sure. What did we do next? The thing we, that we did after that, so it was originally supposed to be a wedding. Yeah, a lifestyle wedding. The wedding part did not work out, but the hall was paid for. You know, everything was already kind of set in stone. So one of our lifestyle friends had a dodge the bullet party. And I felt like when I read the invitation for it, I shut the idea down of going, I did not want to go because I thought, and you know, I didn't talk directly to him or her. I just thought the words dodge the bullet made me feel like I don't want anyone to feel like I'm picking sides here. So Mm -hmm. I don't, Mm -hmm. I'm not really sure that we should go. And it wasn't really on the radar until I feel like the timeline sort of lined up where you were kind of, I feel like you were in a funk and like we, we needed to go somewhere to begin with. And, you know, we had already talked to this guy and it, he said that, you know, that it was an understanding that it wasn't a, it wasn't a fuck you party. It wasn't meant to be rude to her in any way, which made us feel better about going because we still really like both of them. And sometimes stuff just doesn't work out, but and you we, know, we've experienced this before, Yeah, you know, in our lives, personally, private and lifestyle. Sometimes relationships don't last. Right. And we don't choose sides. If we like both people, we like both people. We right. don't want to be in the middle like, hey, I think you're a great person. I think that other person is fantastic. You know, whatever happened between you guys makes you incompatible. That's fine by us, but you're both compatible with us. And right. that's the way we're going to go. And please, let's not go back and forth and talk shit over here. And then, you know what I mean? I just like, I feel like we're very, I'm not good with politics, but I feel like we're Sweden. Is that right? Is that, are they the neutral folks? Yes. Okay. That's me. With no extradition, which is very important. I don't know what that means, but I'm just (laughs) the the nice Swedish girl that doesn't want to. And I guess that was the good thing about 
this particular party is that yeah. there wasn't any need for any of that. Right. Like, and we knew a lot of people that were. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people. But I, I guess I didn't know if it was vanilla or not. I never did figure out. And there, there were, you know, statistics flying around all night about how many people here are vanilla, how many people are not vanilla. And yet, like, there's no question who the fucking swingers were there. <laughs> Even people that don't know anything about swingers could have looked at our group and been like, look at these fucking swingers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I feel like the way sometimes that we dress to go to things and the the shit that our t-shirts say at these things we go to are just like, there's no other explanation as to why someone would wear a shirt like some of the ones that I've worn to this. Like... So, yeah, I never did figure out what the proper ratio was to that, but I feel like we had we had a really good time, and I think it was exactly what you needed at the time that we went. Uh, I couldn't agree with you more without actually jumping into what happened, which we'll get to in a later episode down the road. I did. I, I did. I needed all of those magical ladies that came up and spoke with me that night. I was very grateful on the ride home because I didn't necessarily agree on the way there that I needed something. No, honestly, like it was one of those, you know what? You can cuss the whole fucking time, but we're still going to do it. Right. Exactly. And then afterwards I was, I wouldn't say apologetic, but I was definitely grateful and said, I understand what you meant now. Mm -hmm. And wonderful night left on cloud nine. That worked out great. Yeah. That was a really good night. And one of those ones where it's another perfect example where like every positive experience doesn't have to end in a bunch of people fucking blowing each other. Sure. <laughs> you know what I and mean? It, and that may have taken place. I don't know. Oh, not, I mean, not from where I was standing, but you know, I we, mean, we yeah, wound up driving home, but yeah, maybe they did. Hope, hopefully some of you did. Well, I mean, I hope, <laughs> I hope everyone went home and got a And for time. the people that weren't there that were are listening, I hope some of you did too. Right. <laughs> live long and fucking prosper go get your dick sucked it's fine <laughs> we had a great night uh i really needed that and that kind of changed the atmosphere towards what we planned on doing after that because we had a house party invitation mm-hmm. pop up and it was bring your worst. It was a play on like bratwurst or something like that. I think I'm not sure. <laughs> you guys are so clever. I I know just whatever the name is going to be. There's going to be 17 innuendos attached to it. Maybe <laughs> maybe a quadruple entendre mixed in with it. But it depends on the tone in which he's fucking saying it, which can change from one minute to the next. If it's a, if it's a party <clears throat> invitation, you know you know what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> we found some time to put aside to be able to go down there because this time of year you know again i'm just very busy this time Mm -hmm. of year and it's difficult for me to find time to get away but that is always something we will really try to get away to yeah well we got to the party about 8 30 ish we walked in and it's always so comforting to walk in their house because we've been there so many times yeah and immediately see some familiar faces immediately there's always that one special gal that if she's around, mm. you know, just kind of, okay, I know this is going to happen at least <laughs> one point tonight. Listen, this connection's going to take place. I like, I really try to talk myself off that. Like I, when I know she's going to be a place, my whole body is already preparing to find this woman and like connect our skin together in some way. But like, <laughs> I 
I really went into this party thinking I'm gonna like I'm gonna give her her space. I feel like every time we are at this party together, I hijack her whole night. Right. I really do, and I don't like I would. I would eat that woman's pussy forever if she would let me. <laughs> so, like, once I get in there, like, y'all, y'all can fend for yourselves. I don't know what to tell you. We're, I'm busy. We're it's, busy. It's always a conversation between us on the way. You know, we don't want any expectations. Of course, we're going to see her and her wonderful husband. And let's just make sure we're not stepping on their toes. Yeah. You know, we don't have any real prior conversations with anyone other than, hey, I'm so excited to see you. And that way there's no anxiety or anticipation. Needed. Right. You right. Can just go there wherever the night takes us is wherever the night takes us. Well, and I, I always feel kind of guilty, too, because, like, I know I know I'm going to sneak off with her. I know I'm going to spend four hours in between her legs. Like, I don't care what you guys are doing. <laughs> but it always makes me feel bad because, like, I haven't had an opportunity where there was a physical connection between her husband and I for something to happen. So I always feel like when I connect with her, I kind of take them both out of the game a little bit because he wants, you know, he's very focused on her safety and whatever so you know he's kind of looking out for her but then also he kind of gets left as a single male which you you know often do too sure unless you guys find <laughs> yourselves in the room with us but usually i feel like it just happens so fast sometimes it's so sneaky <laughs> so but, i really tried to give her her space right but we we made a few amazing connections yes in that evening met some amazing new people to us mm -hmm. uh some people that maybe we have briefly met in the past really i was so glad they were there again <laughs> i know exactly who you're talking about i'm glad they're there again well there was a couple couples there though i was so happy they were there yeah again, for sure you know and had a a great chance to begin to develop some future relationships and connections with people well, and it was a very laid back vibe to the party too, where like it felt very socially comfortable almost mm -hmm. right away. I, I mean, I stayed in my first outfit forever. In fact, until the host ran his mouth to me about my outfit and said that he wanted, quote, more. <laughs> Rude, but he was not wrong. My second outfit was way cuter. No, because even by then, which I never say anything about what you're wearing, but I was like, I don't know, babe. Maybe an outfit change? Right. You're wearing a lot of clothes still. <laughs> I was. I was social everywhere. Oh, well. And also, there was a guy that was doing, like, fire massages and oh, cupping. Yeah. I watched and, that for a while. Yeah. I could totally be into that, except when the hair starts to grow back, you can't really see it. So I didn't really think about that when he was running the fire across my arm. And it did make my arm smell like fucking burnt hair. Like, mm. I had to go to the kitchen sink, wash my fucking arm. You weren't the only one. No. And there, I saw a couple gals after that that were like, my arm smells funny. Like, oh, use the dish soap because it works instantly, but you're going <laughs> to smell like clean dishes. <laughs> I, I was intrigued watching it. And fire massages and cupping exercises and something were far more erotic. Yeah, there was some, like, cupping on clitorises happening, mm -hmm. which... I'm not really into that sensation, but I could see why people are. Sure. And that was very, like, super erotic to watch that happen. I stood there with a gal who was, I'm not entirely certain who she was with, to be honest, but had a wonderful conversation while we watched this, because it was the first time for me to witness cupping and a fire massage. So it was very, very hot, and I got a wonderful opportunity to talk to this gal, you ever see, do you know who Elizabeth Shue is by any chance? She's an actress. 
Um, I feel like, yes, because you've told me you think this guy looks like Elizabeth's shoe. You say it a bunch. Right. And I feel like you, one time I was like, I just don't know who that is. And you showed me a picture. I'd never met this gal before this night. And I've always had a crush on Elizabeth's shoe. Oh, so you've just talked to me before about, about Elizabeth's Elizabeth shoe. shoe. Yes, because I've had a horrible crush on oh, her my whole life. Oh, I thought you were telling me that you knew that you knew this girl and that we've no. talked about her before. No, okay. I was trying to tell you that there's a gal here that looks just like Elizabeth. Okay, Shue. well, I was a, like a dozen beers in, so like, right. pardon me. But. but I had an opportunity to speak with her, and I would love to run into her again at some point because it felt like a pretty good connection, but we'll see what the future brings us there. But it was a little exciting to think, oh, no, I may have the opportunity with my crush. Right. <laughs> and... That was a lot of fun, but that was something interesting. Uh, got to see that gal that you enjoy very much that we were previously discussing get a massage. <laughs> I'll never not watch that. I miss that part. <laughs> Although towards the end of the night, she, her and her husband were sitting down watching someone get a massage, and I kind of wandered into the living room and where the massage was happening and you know, stood behind them and said, well... I don't want you to feel like I'm looming over your shoulder, you know, because I was still trying to play the cool guy, leave them alone to kind of do their thing. She said, well, there's plenty of room right here and tapped on her lap. And it it was over the magnet. Oh, it was far from over. The pussy magnet started working. <laughs> I mean, all my effort to not be a cock blocker to the whole party was over. Like as soon as I sat on her lap, it was it was fucking done. Well, when I came back That's inside, <laughs> I walked by and I saw that going on. And I walked downstairs uh, where they had a playroom set up. And I was watching that for a little while, I would say, while you guys were watching the massages take place. I looked up the stairs and I saw you stand up with her. And I looked like, am I coming too? Or can I watch? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how that how that conversation went because she was like, Oh, I think you said, can I bring a plus one? Oh, okay. That makes sense. Well, because she was rubbing my, like, like she was doing that thing, you know, when you run your hand up the back of somebody's head and you kind of squeeze the hair. Oh, yeah. Okay. So she was doing that. Oh. And then I'm not sure what I said because you know me, I just fucking say things. When we all got up and started to go, I saw you and that's when I feel like I said, can I bring a plus one? Right. <laughs> And she said, of course. So we went back to the bedroom. Yeah. So we kind of all wandered off together and found a quiet little space by ourselves and finally made the fucking swap happen that <laughs> that I feel like we've all just kind of been waiting on to actually happen. <laughs> I, I agree. I was very, very happy that a connection was made. Well, listen, he's so fucking polite that he won't like he won't just take it. He's very considerate. So he's never just I mean, for the most part, my face is buried in his wife's pussy. So like he never jumps in like, hey, what about me? Because he's a fucking <laughs> nice guy. He's an incredible guy. Yeah. So uh, I was doing things to her and then she wanted to do things to me. And after a little bit of that, I just told him to put his dick in my mouth. And he politely <laughs> said, I can absolutely accommodate that. And after that, it just fucking happened. We had an amazing, amazing night with them. I agree. 10 I, out of 10. We'll do that. Like, what took us so long to do I that? always have an amazing time with her and you. And For sure. sometimes her and I alone. And 
I am very, very glad that the four-way connection, and I guess that just is testament to what we've talked about on other podcasts and what other guests have talked about, that just because in this moment the connection isn't being made doesn't mean that the connection can't come later down the road. Right, right. Because you never know in which moment those connections can be made. I just say consider that it, there that possibility exists and yeah. we've had it happen more often than we thought oh yeah especially with this couple yes <laughs> for sure yeah and honestly i just think that like him and i just had not figured out how to communicate during the close the deal sure because we can laugh we can joke like we get a, we have a lot in common that's not the problem. I think just the whatever the middle ground is to closing that deal, just we just couldn't find it. But apparently me saying, please put your dick in my mouth was was that communication. Solves a lot of issues. I mean, now I know. Takes guesswork out. Now I know. And I mean, at some point, I know for sure that I pretty much told her to abandon her family and just move in with us. And he was still very gracious and fucked me after that so i really appreciate (laughs) i really appreciate him letting things slide that i say when i'm under her spell i just i go full lesbian like bitch pack a u-haul i fucking love you there was a shared custody deal and it was awkward and she just goes with it well what are you gonna say well i'm literally gonna say my tongue down here (laughs) nothing yes 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 oh my god yes (laughs) well you know always on the table with them is the door being open there was a bunch of people, of course, stop by to see the two smoking hot babes together. That's the only thing that sucks is I miss that part. Yeah. Because I'm busy. You are busy. <laughs> you are busy. But the people that are watching are certainly grateful. Because I think you're always considerate of the scene that's playing out. Oh, for sure. I and always so, assume there's a crowd. Right. So anybody that gets to walk by is automatically going to be intrigued by it because the scene is playing out. Because it's... I don't want to say choreographed, but it's like, okay, I'm going to be in this position because if somebody is going to walk by. Yes, I am. I wouldn't say choreographer, but I am a curator of visual imagery. I love doing that for sure. people. And it makes me feel good, too. But also, it kind of goes with my main character energy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if I'm the main character in my own porno, then, I mean, I just assume everybody loves what I'm doing. In real life, I could look like a complete pussy-eating gremlin, but you know what? <laughs> uh, no, you don't. Well, good. I, I feel I watch for like, like a pussy-eating gremlin. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like paying close attention because I hear so many women just rave about you, you know? So I, I watch. Like, what is she doing? Let me see what that tongue's doing, you know? <laughs> Can I can I replicate any of this performance? I don't. I don't think my head's I don't much think different I can than yours. As good, I just want to be not worse. Ooh. You know, and that's well, difficult. That's difficult. That's why I like to lead off. That's fair. Like, but it's it's difficult because typically, it's always the women come together first. It's it just, rare. It feels different with it, a. It's it's not like you're great at eating pussy. You're not even on my level. You're really no. good at it. Right. That's what I'm saying. So good. Like 10 out of 10 for a dude. Okay. It's just different. Everything feels different with women. It's true. I mean, your skin softer, you know, even, I mean, just absolutely the, the everything. The pheromones, like all of that. Sure. 
whatever witchy bullshit is connected to our fucking skin touching each other. I don't even know. I don't care. <laughs> Put me in a cauldron and cook me up because, bitch, I am done. <laughs> what an amazing night with them. I yes. hope that relationship just c- continues on as long as it has. I think it's actually the longest relationship we've had with anyone. Uh, are, they were literally the first people we hung out with ever. Yeah, ever. So, yeah, I would say... <laughs> they're our longest <laughs> lifestyle friends and they still like us somehow I'm not, i know <laughs> i'm not sure how but well it, it just speaks testament to how amazing they are yeah honestly you know, you're so. not wrong what a great night uh left the following morning you know we're early birds well actually we weren't as early as we've ever been no there. but when you were making noise i was so fucking mad at you and then when I asked you what time it was, and you told me it was like 9 o'clock, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, my ass is up by like 7.30, but We're I close slept to like a rock. <laughs> man, alive. I had to get my swinger burrito on. Oh, my God. Oh, man, did that hit listen, so different after that night, I don't know too, how Jesus. many people that, you know, that listen to the podcast that were hanging out that morning, but sorry for being a super cunt, because I really just wanted a fucking McDonald's breakfast sandwich, and Captain Midwestern Goodbye over here wanted to say goodbye to everybody a hundred times. Mm. It was a lot. I just really wanted a sandwich. <laughs> I I enjoy saying goodbye I for know, different reasons. Because you make out. Yes. Like it's. <laughs> I mean, and I get it, and I love you, and you're great, and yes, make out all the time. But gosh, man, I really just I want to wake up and go. Let me go. And I just want one last taste. Ugh, you're such a whore. <laughs> I'm not mad about it. I'm just stating. I just say things. It's true. It's true. <laughs> So, yeah, and then I feel like, you know, we're, well, now we're in Hotober, so I, I'd i like... Uh, well, I crossed the milestone right after that, though. Oh, yeah, Or you right did. before that party I did, actually. Right before. Um, Lily and I hit our one-year anniversary, so we went out, we celebrated that. We went down to, um, what was the name of that little town we went to? Was it Yellow Spring? Yeah, it was. Yep. Yeah, it was. Oh, You did that, actually, the weekend that I was... I think at Easy Riders. Correct. Because everybody was like, where's Mr. Silver Fox? Like, believe it or not, he's actually celebrating his one-year anniversary with his girlfriend. So, <laughs> they're busy. <laughs> well, and her and I planned, uh, like, what do we say? We we're going to call it a one-year, our one-year metamor anniversary. And we still haven't done it, but it's still very much something that we're trying to plan <laughs> where we're going to day drink and maybe have a fire. I don't know what we're going to do. Probably witchy stuff. I don't know. But before we move on to the actual candid conversation that we're going to be having here today on the podcast, I want to take the time to thank everyone for the outreach we had about our last episode regarding mental health. Oh, same. The outreach to me was an incredible amount of positivity from people stressing to me that they needed the conversation. They wanted to have the conversation, but didn't know they needed to have it. And the emails, the direct messages, the text messages, the phone calls yes. that I got personally probably were not as many as you got, I, I no, would say. No, I, so. I, I can't tell you how many people reached out and were just like, wow. Or, you know, I needed to hear that. Or I love that you guys had that conversation. And I'm so glad for, and I'm humbled, honestly, by the support of just, so much support from people because I really, I really went back and forth a lot about having that conversation because I felt like 
people are not going to want to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Be- yeah. And because why? Because they're swingers? Because we talk about sex positive? Like, why don't people? And then finally, we we're just kind of like, you know, let's let's just have the conversation. And the outpouring of support was we made exactly the right decision. And I'm so glad we had that conversation. I am, too. And we stated in the last episode how it's just fluid in our home and it's just second mm-hmm. nature to be able to discuss openly. So I'm, I hope that trend starts in some people's home that got to experience together as a couple or maybe one of you listened to it and were able to bring that to the table and open that. It's a very important discussion to have. So please continue to have those talks with each other. Uh, and thank you again so much. Wow, we yes. are so grateful and humbled by that outreach. Thank you. Swinger season is upon us. Thank God. Halloween season, your favorite season. Oh, my God. Give me all the parties and all the trophies and all the things. And I don't usually win. I won one time, and I really take that to heart, but... I still love to go to things where there's an opportunity for a trophy. I love trophies. I'm very motivated by trophies and snacks. I always struggle in this area of Halloween, as previously demonstrated. Mm. (laughs) You really do. I do. I suck. You suck at going to Halloween with me. I very much do. I wish I could contribute as much as somebody should. I just... Don't. Do you, though? Because I feel like if you really wished... <laughs> well, I wish I could get excited about it. <laughs> yeah, I think you're just not... But I feel like I've gotten smarter about that, too. Where, like, you know, there's a couple of... Like, two of these outfits are pretty... I mean, they're very detailed on my end. And your part of that outfit is a fucking t-shirt. Because I know if I put a bunch of time and nonsense into your costume... You're not. You're just not going to wear it, and you're not as excited about it. Excited to go because there's always some energy in the atmosphere that's extra. You know. Yes. Like New Year's, it seems like Ugh. we're just gasping to let the previous year go. This last year, you know, we're coming out of COVID into hopefully a more vibrant experience out in public where everything isn't so conservative, reserved, and worried, and panicked, and pandemic, pandemic, you know what I mean? So hopefully we can get some more people coming to it, and it's a lot different, you know, going into New Year's, where it's more of a celebration than a gasp of relief. We can be back around each other. Coming out of that era is amazing. <laughs> but I'll tell you, New Year's is not my favorite swinger holiday. Everybody spends all their time getting ready, getting pretty, which is great, but then nobody wants to fuck because they don't want to mess up their hair and makeup. And I just don't have the energy for that. But Halloween, like, what do you want to be for Halloween? Um, I want to get railed from behind in a miniskirt. <laughs> okay, cool. Here's 12 different parties you can choose from. I could literally take every Halloween as schoolgirl and I'd be fine. That's never once have I dressed up as a schoolgirl. I just want to be really clear. I don't... I don't do Harley Quinn, and I don't do schoolgirls. And I feel like those are the two where you're like, you know what? would be so hot. Mm. <laughs> I like them both. I'm That's, sorry you you're would. this way. Well, I'm sorry I'm this way, too. <laughs> you like a more clever approach to yeah, Halloween. Yeah, I do. So. A, couple, a couple of our outfits. Well, the only one that's really that complicated, I feel like, is clever. People are still going to get it, but it's still kind of clever for me. It's hard not to want to fall back on... Princeton just because we know the party they put on and I love it but I really want to try something different I do too but the thrill of 800 to 900 people (sighs) is 
exciting. It's really exciting. <laughs> Plus, people that we like to fuck are already going to be there because right. we fucked them there before. Right. <laughs> but I feel like that's lazy, and I want to. I also want to try. It's not lazy. They're fucking amazing. I mean, I feel like it's lazy to pick the place we sure. always go to. You it's know what safe. I it's mean. a safe move. Yeah, but also, I the shoes I want to wear are like seven inches. And I get so drunk on Halloween, and I don't want to go up and down the stairs in those shoes. And last, remember last Halloween, I wore those thigh-high latex boots, and the fucking toe of them clipped the bed in the middle of the room walking into the playroom, and I just (laughs) ate shit in front of like 200 people. I felt so fucking stupid. And that was with a trophy wedged between my tits, and I still didn't feel cool when I got up. That was so embarrassing. There's so many trip hazards there. You remember the trip until this moment. I didn't. I remember the time we had. Oh, the time. I remember a lot <laughs> about the time that I so had. So I'm going to directly disagree with you and say everybody saw it and you should be so embarrassed because what took place after that? Everybody's like, what trip? Yeah, that's fucking. I fucking like if you had a trip to that, like ran out, it would have been something different. No, no, yeah, (laughs) he fucked me pretty good after that. Actually, (laughs) it worked out great, (laughs) but still super fucking embarrassing. But I wouldn't mind going somewhere new and trying to experience something different. You know, we're all about it. So, and especially on Halloween, all of that. We and we have a lot of people we're going to see and know covered. No matter where we are in the weeks before it. Yes. You know, so why not experience somebody's major party new and let's see what's the best of what they got to bring because Halloween is the swinger holiday. Right. So, it would be the time to put somewhere new to the test for us. Yeah. I don't think you're wrong. Yeah. And I, I, I do want I to like, branch out. I don't mind change. You know me. I no. like trying new shit all the time. Yeah, that's fucking true. <laughs> but there's some gals, I, you know, I got a hard time getting away from. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're going to toss out there is we're very open to the idea of people reaching out and contacting us to give us ideas of where you want to see us. Yeah. If you really want to see us and you want to reach out and start a conversation, um, just have a chat. We can, you know, go out to drinks. We love to get something to eat, but Instead of naming absolutely everywhere where you are in the world, we've actually condensed it all to make it real easy for you. You can head over to the silverfoxswingset.com and go to the more tab, contact us, shoot us an email, reach out to us on social media links. Everywhere you can possibly link into us is there. And if you want the most discreet form of contact, please use email. And we don't broadcast that on our podcast and we don't talk about it anywhere. So please Feel free to reach out anytime. So one of the biggest things I've struggled with recently in talking to you, and I wonder if other people have at times, is it's the question of should I share my actual feelings with you? Because if I share my feelings with you, sometimes I feel it could ruin the experience in which you're seeking. And being as open-minded as we are towards each other, I think sometimes we both share this sentiment where we don't share our feelings to the entirety of a situation with each other for in fear that we are denying them experience. Do you think that's correct? Yeah, I would say that's true. Where do you take your headspace in that? Like when 
we first approached the subject of going to different events. You know, that was a big deal for us. That conversation took place. And I think I thought about it a little more different than you have. And in that moment, it was difficult to share my feelings with you because it separated us, but it wasn't anything different than what we do at parties at times. You know, we play separate and those things can take place. So why can't we go to separate events? But it was difficult to have that conversation because I didn't know which way to share my feelings in the moment. Like, even though my feelings may not make sense, because again, I'm just giving you my raw emotional feelings and I haven't thought about it. Do you sometimes just not share that at all prior to an event, even though you may be thinking it up to the moment of the event? Are we talking about like when we do things separately? Yes. Um, honestly, I'm the worst person out of the two of us to ask this question. Uh, I feel like I didn't really, I'm not sure that I really struggled in that conversation in any kind of way or felt any way about it. Cause I, I guess I didn't view it as, as a big deal. Like, I mean, I know we, you know, when we came into this, especially from the podcast point of view, when people invite us to new places or like, you know, there's been unicorns or, you know, singles that have tried to take either of us out to a new place. And it's one of those things where we're like, okay, well, if we're going to go to a new place, let's go to a new place together because like we are together. Right. Um, but I'm not really emotionally connected to that idea. I mean, people that typically I go to events with people I know, those people know that I'm married. They know that I'm married to you. And beyond that, I don't, I don't really, I don't really feel very strongly about it one way or the other. I don't, I don't really care if you want to go do stuff. Like when you, when you brought it up as, oh, is that something that you want to do separate? I kind of thought, oh, that's a weird question. And then thought, well, maybe, you know, maybe not. That's not a weird question, but it's just one that I, that I wouldn't have asked. I just was gauging direction, I guess. You know, were we coming to a fork in the road is where that conversation came from, where you wanted to, instead of Team Silver Fox, turn it into the Fox Tales <laughs> per se. Right, you know, right. like, how did you want to approach events different? Because, uh, and I was open minded enough to take the conversation as far as maybe I'm not into the type of women or couples that you are per se. Maybe you want to go towards a different experience, you know, and we talk about it all the time with the yeah. BDSM stuff. Like, were you trying to head to events maybe geared towards your experience you desired? And I was going to start maybe going in that direction too. But right. I guess I felt less inclined to attend anything event wise without you mm -hmm. where I was more likely to go on a date to a park or something like yeah. that. Like that's more, that's more you me solo than it would be. Okay. I'm going to attend a hotel takeover without right. you. Like I don't have the desire to be at one of those without you. I gotcha. Going out to the other places or having somebody over or going over to their house. Like I'm perfectly fine with that. Yeah. I actually very much enjoy that. Sure. So I love big giant social parties and I feel like there's, 
there have been several weekends where it's like, you know, leading up to the weekend, we'll be having a conversation where it's like, hey, I really want to do something this weekend. And if I don't get a lot of feedback, like I'll still find a thing to do. Right. And then tell you, you know, you're like, you can come or you can not come. And yeah, I guess I don't have a, uh, like a, I don't feel weird not being with you. And I don't mean that in like a separation from you right away kind of right like, to <laughs> like me, i'm not worried you're gonna find the man no, in your dreams no, or something fuck, like that's no not it fucking hell <laughs> or the woman i yeah i don't I right mean, maybe, maybe the, the woman, woman. <laughs> jinx bitch but yeah it's like i don't like i don't feel weird or uncomfortable or unsure in that separation because like we're still a team like we still like you're still it for me so I don't really, I don't think it's weird at all for me to, like, if I went to a hotel takeover for the weekend. I mean, would I miss you? Sure. In in the raw sense of honesty, it stems from maybe self-image and reflection upon myself, where sometimes I think I couldn't be just Team Silver because everybody's after Team Silver Fox. Mrs. Silver Fox always has to be a part of the deal. That's very difficult for me to get past and think without you, I can succeed. I know it's wrong. Yeah, I was going to say because a lot of the gals that you play with are like, like I. Heterosexual. Yeah. Or maybe bi curious. Maybe, but that's not for me. So I don't. It's almost like a a fear, I guess you could say. I don't know. Mm. Uh, Difficult to describe, but at times I just feel. You're my confidence when you're with me. I gotcha. You know what I mean? Like, I got this hot babe on my arm. I'm more desirable to other people because of this hot babe. You know, I don't disbelieve that I can't succeed on my own. It's just, I don't know. I feel I feel a lot better. I feel a lot more attractive when you're next to me. Okay. <laughs> and it's, uh, maybe it's a placebo effect of some sort for me, but I yeah. very much enjoy the comfort of you i mean i do love having you right at the same event like even if we're not in the same tiny square of a space sure i do like having i mean i like going to stuff together right. but i also i find a lot of value in doing things and doing things separate i do too i mean as far as the house party we went to i had an amazing time with you oh and yeah I, same i love that so much but we do also enjoy playing separate because it offers us different opportunities and different experiences in which, uh, you know, we both can enjoy that maybe don't align for both of us. So I appreciate that though. I would say at this point, you're more towards the one that would solo an event where I would probably still just wait. And I think that's perfectly fine. Honestly, I think a big part of what's keeping me from soloing events is that we have shared memberships. <laughs> like I can't just fucking show up at a place and be like, Hey, it's just me. And that, and that kind of stinks because you may be yeah. out of town in that place. Right. And I just can't attend for whatever reason. And, and sure, I would love for you to go. Like, we paid for the damn thing. I'm sure there's a way around that. And I just don't know what it is <laughs> and the technicalities. And I'm so scared of getting kicked out at the front door. It's probably not as complicated as I think. And call ahead. We've watched 
clubs and parties and individual people completely cater to unicorns. So if I showed up cosplaying as one, I'm sure heavens and earth would be fucking moved to let a unicorn into a club. But we've also been at ones that said, that ain't your wife, both of you get out. Right, right, right. That unicorn got no respect. That was awkward. (laughs) But I guess, you know, trying to say or ask the question, should you share your feelings towards your partner, even though it may not make sense. How would you answer that question? I mean, yeah, absolutely. We've talked before about, you know, when you feel like you're having the very first emotions and the very first feelings to something, you know, you're really good about saying, I don't necessarily feel this way. This is just how I'm reacting in it in this moment. So yeah, I feel like that. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, if we talk about having uncomfortable conversations, like, yeah, of course, have the have the uncomfortable conversation. But you saw me in that conversation where you were kind of like, well, I don't know. Is that what we want to do? And I just kind of said, I'm already fucking doing it. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? Or is this what we're going to do? We're well, doing it. I guess that's a, a way to start of the ultimate question, which I'm going to roll right into next. Do you think... Yours, mine, ours, open-mindedness, our personal beliefs sometimes have a direct contradiction or a confliction within the lifestyle. A hundred fucking percent. You know, people I work with will joke that DBT is my love language, and it's absolutely true. And if you don't know what DBT is, it's dialectic behavioral therapy. And one of the things that it teaches in that is maintaining your self-respect And a big part of maintaining your self-respect is literally boundary setting. Sometimes that boundary setting looks like telling somebody that like that something that they're into is not something that you're into or taking a stand when a hot topic comes up. And, you know, typically we don't take a lot of stands, but once in a while there's that one thing like in order to go to sleep at night in order to keep living my truth i have to maintain my self-respect so i think we're both very much more aware of where we're headed in terms of a tribe what that tribe looks like what we will accept what we won't accept and everything that falls in between and i think in that effort to build a really like a really strong core of friendships which is you know what we've always wanted. I do find myself speaking my truth more often and putting my foot down where I feel like it matters because the people that I have made connections with who have said, Oh my gosh, you're so genuine or, Oh my gosh, I feel like you'll really tell somebody the truth. Even if you don't want to, if those people are my tribe and I want to attract those kind of people and that's what I'm trying to show people, then I really have to keep showing that person and those people. And I will say, recently especially it has felt very ostracizing like i feel like i feel like there's a couple places where we cannot go now there's a couple groups that we are not welcome right you know there are circles that will not let us in because we've said absolutely not to this or that or whatever sure and that that sucks but also I just cannot apologize for maintaining my self-respect. I can't do it. I feel the same way. I can understand where people are coming from. Absolutely. And I have no I have problem seeing and, two sides. 
and I have no problem Never. either. But hopefully we find our tribe. I think we're realizing that our tribe is getting to look like a course forming, in my opinion. I would say the same thing. I think between you and I, but also I think separately too, we're building spaces where we have like we have people one we can ask for help if we need it two you know we can reach out if we just want to hang out and three no matter what there's not going to be any expectation attached to that friendship like that is the big qualifier i'm if i'm going to dedicate time now to a person i want it to be for the person who wants more for me and not more from me fair and i i'm trying really really hard to live by that by that principle sure and finding new friends closer to home too that's pretty cool oh shit (laughs) i almost forgot about them because he hasn't texted me in a hot little minute (laughs) oh but looking to explore some of those newfound relationships and fuck yeah uh really (laughs) explore the fuck out of that relationship yeah, yeah hopefully but we we also found out that there is a place close to us closer than we thought i want to check it out so you found out I found out. I have known for a long time and have Sorry, said. That's a recent development. I know lot I know about this place. Um but yeah, I I uh I'd almost have to go there with other people because I'm not sure I'm not sure I'd want to go there just you and me. Why? I'll wreck you there. I mean, cuz I can have sex with you for free at home in a It's free for couples there too. Really clean bed. Ah. You don't know the that only one person has nutted in. Well, okay, maybe not just one person, but consistently, mostly <laughs> the same two people. You yeah, you okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, for the most, we don't we don't fuck a lot of people in our bed. One per <laughs> one person since the last time we washed those sheets. <laughs> you and me. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> about to say what the fuck who (laughs) we're allowed to fuck bitches in our house (laughs) who i am if the kid's not home (laughs) i mean uh, yeah we have so much coming up leading into these next few weeks i cannot wait until we start now hopefully my occupation allows me by the swinging gods to attend all the events what and what we don't even have a contingency plan no. The contingency plan is I have outfits and I'm going to need someone else to buy all the bullshit that goes with these fucking outfits because I'm not not going. Well, to be honest, uh, the only way to really look at it is we know, I know everybody you're going to be around if I have to stay behind for some reason. No, so work is, si- quit your fucking job. Fuck that job. <laughs> Why do we even work? Ah, throw off the confines of civilization. If you can figure out a way where I could just live in a swinger community and fuck my way to fame and wealth, I'm in. Well, fame and wealth, no. I mean, you could probably get by. But we're not going to be famous porn stars. We're too old. Uh, I'm about to be... Wait. I'm about to be 39. Oh, my God. Ugh, who even cares? Oh, my God. I know. Aren't women supposed to freak out when they get close to 40? I just give zero fucks. No, bring it on. You 40-year-olds are hot. <laughs> I do like my girls a little bit older. I don't I don't really have a... I don't really have a, like, decade I prefer. I mean, Mm-mm. I know sexy fucking 50-year-olds. I know sexy 40-year-olds, 30-year-olds. Let's just... We're just fucking pussy. Oh, we know some late 20 year olds we've had a great time with. Looking forward to those if as long as I can get away, but 
The party will continue, no matter what. Oh, the party will continue, but I'm going to need an Uber, a security guard. I'm going to need a lot of stuff. Somebody to carry my bag. <laughs> oh, my God, something on a leash. <laughs> I've had a couple offers on FetLife, people offering to let me walk them around on a leash. I fucking love that. <laughs> Come on, you little sluts. Let's go. Let's go walk around. We need walking around shoes. <laughs> <laughs> So again, just a window we like to open up into our conversations. And this is just another candid conversation of things that, you know, were new to us in the moment to discuss and just kind of get it out there in the open. And, and a big thanks to everyone who reaches out and continues to give us support. We really love all of you. But we have some things cooking in the background. We, we've got some great interviews lined up as of this moment. Yes. And with the new setup, this is our first trial run with it so that we can get totally mobile after this. completely mobile setup. And, okay, let me be really clear, and I'm just going to go, like, full super bitch about it just so that it's out there and we don't have to say it again. Like, super exciting that our shit is fully mobile, right? That's great. (laughs) For sure. We can go fucking anywhere. It all fits in a handy-dandy little suitcase that my meticulous love has made sure everything packs in just right. Everything's cozy and safe and sound. That does not mean we're going to show up at every party that everyone has (laughs) to interview people with microphones in the middle of a giant loud space. So if you want us to come do a live podcast at your event, that's great. So uh, we need a free room and there needs to be a ton of space because if we're going to interview people, we need space, right? It needs to be. And a, shit may pop off, so I need a bed. Oh, we're uh, two beds. <laughs> Fair. Um, I like the, and also, I'm not like, picky, though. not to be a dick, but like the handicap bathroom accessible ones, because the space is so much better. Okay. But I, you know, if if somebody else needs it, then I don't need that. Right. Um. But for sure, two beds. You're considerate. And I really am, and not terribly greedy. <laughs> um. But it needs to be a quiet space because there can't be a ton of background noise. And there can't be a possibility of super drunk people falling onto our equipment and right. then us trying to take them to court for it because how, how do we know each other? Like, how did we meet? <laughs> These are questions the judge is going to ask. <laughs> and you've heard me talk. I don't fucking mince words. And I'm not scared to tell the truth. So we're going to look like fools. Don't break my shit. <laughs> yes, we will come to your thing. What up, Greece? Invite us. Somebody. Ireland. Oh, God. Norway, Jamaica. What's up, guys? Yeah, one of you sugar daddy motherfuckers that wants to hang out in any of these (laughs) majestic places that... How the hell do we get people to even find us in Do you guys even swing there? Yeah. Without us seeing it, we don't think so. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. You know what, Ireland? Mm. Do you you know what that means? Do you even swing, bro? I mean... You mm. could prove it. What's a plane ticket to Ireland? Probably affordable. I don't know. Yes, I mean, I've we watched will be the Conor McGregor fight. I know you can swing, but right. can you do what we do? That's also, do you have a know. castle that you want to put us up in? Even if it's just overnight, you can fake it to us. Um, are you going to give me Stockholm Syndrome? Because <laughs> joke's on Uh-oh. you. I could be into that. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, okay, maybe maybe not like that, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to touch on anything else before we start getting to swinging forward? No, I don't feel like there's anything else. Anything else really 
weighing heavy on me right now. I feel like we're, I feel like we're in a good place. I feel like, ugh, I feel like we need a whole other episode to talk about our poly or non poly adventures. I don't know. I'm not sure that I've even, I envy your poly experience from start to finish. I absolutely envy it, but I don't have that yet. Sure. So it's hard to say, am I in a spot where I'm ready to, you know, try this whole girlfriend thing again? I'm not, um, I'm not really sure that I'm there. I'm not sure I'm ready to talk about it. And I know you're not, I know you're not in a space to think about it or talk about it either. So that kind of makes me feel better. Fair enough. Swinging forward. I cannot wait to be a slut this entire fucking month <laughs> and through the first couple weeks in November. Like, I'm already preparing for the bags of peas that I'm going to need in the freezer because I want to get railed through this month. Okay. I want to at least get a couple good adventures in. At uh, least. Yes. At least. And I think I might. I think <laughs> I, I think everything's going to be perfectly fine. <laughs> as far as swinging forward... I have this vision of something I want, which I'm not actually going to share at this current time, but I am for the first time going to create a FetLife profile and see if I can find it. Oh, okay. Is it for you? Is it for me? Is it for us? What's it for? Me. Oh. I want to know what exists. But first I got to look and that's a hell of a website to navigate yeah you thought the bots were bad on fucking tinder and field wait till you get to fat life right (laughs) right but also if you want to buy a pair of shoes or panties i'll uh i'll give you my link (laughs) think of what you would save and save me on shipping exactly yeah you can just where do you want that invite coming from? Honestly, I, we're going to have to figure that out. Just go to the silverfoxswingset.com and contact us and shoot us over. We'll get you linked up if you want to send some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully next time we come back on, I can share exactly what I'm after. If not, I'll probably have to have a new swinging forward. I'm still carrying the last swinging forward through this episode that hasn't happened yet oh my Uh, god although that's more of a pipe dream though i mean to be fair the person that i was like oh my god i know the perfect person so i did a photo session with him and you actually got to meet him in person and see him and tell me i was a fucking liar that that is not the hottest man you have ever seen very good looking man the antithesis of what i asked for i mean yes the very opposite, but that's the one that I want to fuck. And also, I mean, I don't care if you want to fuck him. I mean, I understand. Very good looking. I mean, dude. yeah. So, but also him and his girlfriend, who is a fucking total babe and very like artsy fartsy and very like, look at me, I'm in my glow up. That's way. Yeah, no. So they're poly, and I cannot tell you how many times I have thought, you know, who would make the perfect addition to your fucking cuddle puddle thruple? Us. It's me. Oh, just you. Oh. <laughs> It's not you. Why isn't it me? It's because it's my thing. Maybe she wants me to be her thing. No, she doesn't. Don't think for her. You know, <laughs> you're being. He's. He said, "Don't be a sexist. <laughs> Don't order for her at the restaurant. She'll decide what she wants." 
feminist through and through. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, probably. No, get mind your own fantasy. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah but i do want to find that but i think what i'm looking for is probably just going to be a hair difficult to get everything lined up but i'm going to be open-minded that maybe we can come across that at some point hmm. okay but i'm going to be open-minded for it but I in the meantime if you want to play with that person i get it I fucking... hot I get right it. yeah i told you i get it i I thought he was a very good-looking man. Plus, that giant <laughs> dick stays hard all the fucking time. Oh, really? Like... It's just here to work. I mean, that's a lot like for I me. showed up. Like, that's why, you know, for sure, you need the other girlfriend. And actually, if you could pick up another one to, like, pick up my slack, I'll be really good at a lot of stuff. Marathon fucking your hard dick all the time is not it. Not it. Not it. But, like, I can braid your girl's hair while she's getting fucked. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Or, like, paint her little toenails or something. We'll be so cute together. Toenails while she's getting real. Listen, I'm already photoshopping myself into their photos together. That's oh, how fucking disgusting I am. No, I'm not. That's fucked up. I'm not doing that. Wow. And as I always say, if anything, we can have a good night. If everything, we can have an amazing one. You want to wrap this up? I mean, yeah, I'm clearly talking complete madness at this point. <laughs> complete chaos I'm talking about photoshopping myself into these people's lives. Like, in my head, I was picturing <laughs> one of those really, like, spoof funny horror scenes where, like, they wake up and, like, they roll over to kiss each other, but I'm right there. And they're just like, whoa, what the <laughs> fuck? And then they, like, get up and panic and look at the pictures around the room. My face is in every single one. And there's, like, the music in the back. I'm like, ah. <laughs> <For> <laughs> they're, sure. they're looking at each other like, oh, my God, what's happening? <laughs> it's just me. I have a whole marmalade and, like, warm biscuits.